Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. How's everybody doing today? Well, tonight, in this case, my name is uh, Cash of Barlos and Cash. And tonight we have a special episode of Barlos and Cash minus the Barlos. So it's a Just Cash podcast right now. Um, I got my boy that I've known since I was eight years old right here, um, Woody. The man who I work with on Hillgain 619, the man with his own very, his very own blog, and I mean vlog, and you know, a really good friend of mine. How you doing tonight, bro? I'm doing good, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. You know, uh, I know Barlos had a couple injuries. It's too bad he can't be here, but I've been excited to be on this podcast for a fat minute, though. So. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad to have you on here. It's it's too bad that I don't have my co-host with me, because this would have been a very exclusive episode. <laughs> but, you know, there's always the next time, you know? Like, yeah, of course. You yeah. know, you could always be on the show again. I've had multiple multiple guests on at once and they've repeated their uh, appearance so you know it's it's great so um tell me man uh wh what are you planning for the future in life just uh give it give everybody like an idea of what you're planning for yourself because i know you have some plans and i know you can tell some people some stuff about yourself um yeah i mean that's kind of an open-ended question but at the moment, you know, uh, I've changed uh, my life around a lot. You know, I've been really serious. It's taken me about a year to try to get into the Navy. And, uh, you know, I, I want to pursue a career in music as well. Like, you know, you have to just think about, you know, you need the cash now. But once you get out, you know, what are you going to do after that? So, Out of the military? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, music is like a big thing. I've always had a passion for it. And, uh, obviously you know that, um, Hell yeah, man. Yeah. You, you had your own, uh, band that you were in for a while. Yeah. That was, uh, the Mad Jays. Um, shout out to Merced, shout out to Jack Flynn, um, super dope. Daniel and, uh, Marcos Safon, um, Daniel O'Connor and Marcos Safon. Uh, they're all good guys. They're all really talented right now at the moment. Um, Jack Flynn is an anthropologist. He, uh, his job is really cool. So he is probably one of the best drummers I know. And mm -hmm. whenever you see him, he always has a handle of vodka next to him when he's <laughs> playing drums. And uh, his job, though, right now is... So let's say there's a construction company. Mm -hmm. And uh, his job is to see if there's an Indian burial ground or like if there's any Native American oh, okay. artifacts. All right. And so he tells the construction companies like where they can build and where they can't. Okay. And... Um, Daniel, that's, that's cool. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's well, super dope. Yeah, he is he Native American himself? No, no. Oh, okay, he's okay. One of the few lucky people to like, you know, because when you hear anthropology degree, you think like, oh, that's a wasted degree. You're gonna be working yeah, in a you're gonna be like exactly working a museum. Yep. He's one of the few people that actually like got a legit good job, and um, he lives okay. in Culver City. Uh, and I actually have a vlog video with him. Um, he's he's a really cool guy. His main thing is he likes to fish. Like, if he's not playing drums or uh, working, he's fishing. And then Marcos uh, Seifan, last time I talked to him, uh, he he moved from Sacramento. Mm -hmm. And then he went to UC Merced. And then he moved to the Bay. And he got a job at okay. Intel. And... Uh, these guys all graduated with, like, degrees and everything? Yeah, well, well so Jack was anthropology... Um, I was history, and Marcos was an engineer. Okay. So this fool is smart, you know. Yeah, and engineering is is a degree. <laughs> That's yeah. for goddamn sure. Yeah. You got to take hella math to get an engineering degree. At yeah. first, when I was in college, bro, I tried to get an engineering degree until I realized how much math you have to do. And it's and like it's, no, no, yeah, 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 fuck that. That's why I switched my major, and <laughs> I just dropped out of college entirely. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, why I switched my major. That's funny. I actually started as bioengineering, and then I realized how hard it was, and it was like, if I want to balance social life and learn something, then I need to go to a, what we call it, Merced, is a Shaw major, like social studies, humanitarian arts. Okay, yeah, yeah, So that's what I ended up doing. Um, if I didn't want to have a social life and become super smart, I would have done engineering, but that's uh, those people are dedicated. Um, but yeah, Marcos right now... Him and I, we, we shared vocals, and he played guitar, 
uh, he was more so the front man and uh, so he does Intel processing and all that you know he, uh-huh. he works for them he's super smart and then Daniel O'Connor um, last time I saw him on on Instagram you know he does music he's probably the most artistic one out of all of us you know he's got uh-huh. all the guitar pedals and all that but he does uh, like a lot of farming and like weed growing I guess you know okay. like he's one of those okay. fools you go he he's an herbologist an herbologist <laughs> yeah he goes out in his backyard he's got his dogs with him you know he's growing shit and he's really uh farm base oriented so he's okay. he's cool like that but he didn't go to davis you sure about that <laughs> no 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 he also lives in la um and okay yeah they both have their own bands right now which is really cool uh i support like you know anything they oh do yeah like definitely that's it's, that's dope man that's dope yeah you know you guys didn't like split up on any like bad terms or anything no or... well actually funny thing is is so at UC Merced, there was no music scene, right? But in uh-huh. but in the town of Merced, um, it's crazy. Like if you look at the statistics, I'm sure it doesn't change. Thirty three percent of kids, like known in the state registry of California, are attending schools. The other sixty six percent, or I could have flipped it, uh-huh. um, are not in school and they're just doing random whatever shit. yeah whatever yeah, like yeah, small yeah. jobs or and minimum can, wage and all that stuff yeah yeah you can go on youtube and you can type in merced fights and like what you'll see is a whole bunch of little kids like gang banging or fighting or you know they're doing bullshit. just in the city of merced right not like well, the, the county because merced is a city and a county like, oh you know, just like how is, san diego is yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but it's um because it's so much farmland and open space it's kind of bigger than san diego yeah it's kind of like you're you're a little bit in the midwest kind of thing yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the thing about california bro is we're we are so many different ecosystems like it's crazy like you could you could go to central california and you find just a bunch of farmland and shit and it's like you're pretty much in the midwest yeah but then you yeah. come down here and it's like the desert or you can go up to um the sierra nevada mountains yeah or you have the that beach area. right there too. exactly yeah. that too it's... like california is crazy like that and then if you go up north and you're kind of like you get that's where you kind of get more snow and rain and all that stuff because you start getting closer to Washington and Oregon, well Oregon. Yeah, and no, then, no, I, yeah. I know what you're saying. It's it's kind of crazy like that, but so um, there had been a little bit of a metal scene mm-hmm. in Merced, but that was in like the '90s, and so there was no live music. Like everyone that's making music is like you know the SoundCloud rappers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're definitely like selling bricks. They're doing illegal shit. For yeah, sure. they're just kind of like doing hip hop as a hobby type shit. Well, they're actually about it though because oh, all right, bet. because um, you know here in San Diego we've got Tijuana to San Diego mm-hmm. that border, and then we have the five. And once you go up the five, eventually it breaks off until uh, the five and the ninety nine. Okay. And the ninety nine goes all the way up from uh, right outside of like L.A. Bakersfield up okay. until um, Sacramento. And all oh, right there, Central Cal. That yeah, Central California, like the Central California. Yeah, and that actually you can look it up and fact check it, but it is the most dangerous highway to drive on. Because everyone there is doing 90 when it says, like, 70 is the speed limit. Damn. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. Like, people are... Uh, it's like the Autobahn. <laughs> oh, kind, kind of, yeah. And there's so few cops, you know. Um, when people look at the cops, the cops deal more with the cities. But when you're at an uh, actual deep shit, that's mm-hmm. the sheriffs that get called. Okay. And the sheriffs are all armored up. You know what I mean? They wear the green vests and all that shit and, like... Yeah, they when, got voted in, bro. Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. important. <laughs> yeah. So so whenever you see those dudes, that's when you know shit's going down. But Thanks. the five to the ninety nine is where um, the Norteños, you know, like the Mexican cartel, they mm-hmm. ship up their drugs through there. And uh, the ninety nine is a pipeline that goes all the way up until Seattle, and then it takes a couple other routes to Chicago. Oh so, shit! Okay. So yeah, and damn, gr- growing up in San Diego. I never knew about, like, gang shit, really, because it's such a diverse area. Like, you hear yeah, yeah. about people gangbanging. Yeah, like, there's, like, like there's gangbanging here in San Diego, but it's not, like, crazy whatsoever. No, Nothing like yeah. a lot of other cities, bro. Yeah, well, so you take me and a whole bunch of other college students that, you know, haven't really been exposed to it. You know, we put our, like, nose to the grindstone we studied, 
and my first experience with like this whole hip hop culture and you know no real rock or metal scene was I was walking down this place called uh, Yosemite Avenue, mm-hmm. which is in Merced, and Merced is nickname is the gateway to Yosemite. It's right. an hour and a half away, but I was walking down. I was wearing a blue flannel shirt. And I was coming back from a party, and this car of fools pulled up and said, yo, check your colors. And from that moment on, like, I knew that it was a different scenario. Because during the day, it's uh, farmland. Like, you know, a lot of Trump-supporting, you know, yeah. cowboy, gun-toting guys. Like, you can literally drive past and see people shooting shit on their yard. Like, it's that type of place. Damn. <laughs> and then at night, it transforms into... Gainland? Gainland, yeah. Like, everyone okay. that's out doing shit is with that but so uh my band though we brought actual like live music to merced like Mm -hmm. especially the the uh, uc merced college population which got mixed reviews because some of the neighbors they like it because they're like well they're not shooting guns off you know like they might be getting drunk and having a good time but they're not causing any trouble but there would be times though when um, multiple occasions where we had the sheriff shut us down because people because you, you get noise complaints noise complaints or people would get too messed up and they'd wander off the property and they'd end up in someone else's property and yeah probably that, fucking pissing on their lawn or some shit yeah there's a quite a and few that's people what, that's yeah. what gets a lot of people pissed off that's why a lot of bars are um, open by like a lot of like residential areas or big residential areas mainly yeah, because yeah. of that, people complain. I've actually been to a show one time. Um, I think it was a Saturday. It was only ten o'clock, and I know like the 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 uh, sound curfew or the curfew or whatever is like midnight on the weekends. I think I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I just know that when I looked at my phone at the time, it was earlier than like you would normally be getting noise complaints. So yeah. like you know when they could be like, okay, it's too late, you can't be loud. And uh, the cops pulled up to the show, and um, it was funny as fuck, because I was eating mushrooms at the time. Oh, shit. Right when they pulled up, and I still was eating them as they were coming up, because I just ha- I just was like, oh, and I just put the fucking shit in my pocket, and I just started picking them out, I'm like, oh, the officers are here, and they had to like tell everybody to turn the music down, and we had to turn it down a little bit um, for everybody's performances and stuff. But, uh, fuck, I where I was going with the story, but yeah, I've had I've had that experience before, bro, where the cops pull up. Yeah, oh, I've well, actually had that uh, a second experience with that one time. Um, it, it was when everybody here was doing uh, hip hop. Um, we went to do a show on New Year's Eve. Okay. Um, in somebody's backyard, and somebody had said "fuck the police" on the microphone, and there was literally when I pulled up, there was a cop on the block at the corner. Yeah. Um, and I pulled up before that happened. And, uh, you know, they pulled up uh, after the guy said it, and they were, like, talking to everybody, like, hey, you guys got to be quiet, or we'll have to shut this all down and stuff. And uh, this one guy grabbed the mic next. I think he was either a host or, like, a friend of the host, and he was like, nobody say fuck the police anymore because we're going to get shut down. Yeah, yeah, you can't say that. Like, even... even Even, even though it's legal, yeah, like, yeah. the it's cops are going to be like, fuck you, we don't care. We're going to come up with a reason why we're going to shut you guys down for saying that shit. Well, it or, comes down to that respect, you know, because every cop is a human being. Like, you can't say yeah. something. You know what I mean? The problem is I don't think anybody knew. The guy who said that, I don't think he knew that there was literally a cop right there on the corner of the street, like, two houses away that could hear that. Because we're on a microphone, obviously, so our voices are blaring, uh, you know, over everybody else who's, like, either yeah, partying yeah, yeah, or yeah, chilling yeah. during New Year's Eve, so... And this was before COVID. This was like two years ago. So, <laughs> yeah, COVID changed everything, man. Like COVID, so COVID's crazy, man. That the yeah. everything's gonna has changed, and everything's gonna be way different in the future. I hate to agree with you on you that, but it, it it's <laughs> man. I'm not looking forward to it because people are gonna be scared to, you know, interact with each other, and you know, restaurants and all that aren't gonna uh, let people come in um a lot of restaurants and they're going to uh, suffer from that same with other businesses and their kids are going to be forced to learn way differently like my little sister um it's crazy bro because the main reason why i go over to my parents house right now to like get make money and everything is to help her 
yeah. with her homework and stuff. And yeah. but she gets a lot of assignments because she's, uh, I think she's on Zoom for like an hour and a half or two hours. And then, and then it's like, all, yeah. then it's like five assignments poured on right after that. And I'm like, holy shit, bro. This is how kids are going to have to learn for a long ass time. And it's not going to be dope. Well, it's going to be hard for parents who are going to have to like revert to home, uh, staying at home so they can help their kids. Um, and I know what happens now a lot is that both the mom and the dad have to work so that they can, you know, afford living. Where, you know, back in the day, if something like this happened back in the day, it would be kind of okay because the dad would be the one who was working and the mom would be already at home. Yeah. But now how everything's expensive and the way that everything's changed where, um, you know, women deserve to be, you know, working and being out there and making, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, family life has changed. But now it's going to be fucking even more different because of COVID. That's that's funny you mentioned that because uh, my younger brother, he's a senior in high school at uh, UC High, uh-huh. University City, and uh, man, like some of the things that I've seen on his Zoom class, like so they make everyone, they make all the parents and everyone fill out a form, right? That uh-huh. you will not interfere with your child's learning. Yep, because class. it's homeschooling and they don't yeah. want anybody, yeah, they don't want cheating. <laughs> but but so like, you know, first off. On a normal day, you look on everyone's uh, images, right? And half the people aren't even in class. Like the cameras are off; they don't give a fuck. Like in they just they're just in there. Yeah, they're doing what they're doing when yeah. they're in school normally. You know, they're there, but they're not fucking paying attention. They're either texting or some shit. Well, it's, it's not. But even now that. it's yeah. like all different because now you don't even need this. You can't even see what they're doing because it's over camera. Well, I mean, it's even crazier because. My brother uh, showed me, like, you know how Snapchat's really popular with all the kids and all that? and like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, Oh, so, yeah, of course. I mean. So this guy, um, there's a video. I only got the last couple seconds of it on Snap. But he's shirtless, and you see this girl in a bra on, on, her, uh, on the bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I wonder what was happening there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and, right. You know, there's other kids that will, like, smoke or drink in front of the camera, and they'll try to be all cool or, like, because they don't give a fuck and they've yeah. seen it on the internet type shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like... Something, I honestly, I feel like I would probably do some stupid shit like that. Well, I mean, dude... Someone dared me when I was in high school because I did stupid shit. I smoked in class and all that, so... Well, th- that's how it is, though, now, because none of the kids know to take this seriously. Because everyone A lot knows. of kids aren't, man. Because no. it's, it's, you're not in class anymore. You don't have a teacher to be there to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Pay no, attention. No, there's no true discipline, and especially if the parents can't be there, it's like... Exactly. You know, how are you going to communicate that? And these people are dealing with hundreds of students every day. Like, they're not going to be able to single one person out. Exactly, and, and they're do, dealing with yeah. them in less time than they used, they're used to. Yeah. Well, you. how long did you say you're... Uh, like, two, uh, an hour and a half, two hours, she's on two Zoom. Hours. That's crazy. My brother's on uh, class, he's a senior, and he's only on for three hours. Really? Yeah. That's and he's only she's, taking three classes. My my little sister's in second grade, or first or second grade, bro. And they, they, they expect so much for these kids to, like, be at home and learn. And you got to really think about it. Like, me, personally, I've worked from home before when I had, like, this shitty call center job where, like, I do call, cold calls. I was working at home, bro. What I would do, I wouldn't even fucking work. Like, I would be playing video games, and I just look at my computer every, like, three minutes just to, like, brush the fucking mouse pad to make sure that my computer stayed on and, like, click between windows. Because where I worked is, um, it would take screenshots every so often of what you're doing to make sure that you're not on the same page or, like, you're just doing some other shit. And that's what I would do, and i just get paid from home. Doing nothing. Well, I mean, that's... Playing video uh, games. I mean, I I don't care what your politics are, but obviously, like... This has become something that, you know, needs to be addressed politically and socially because... Oh, definitely, bro, because we're, we're going in on a downward spiral and nobody's really talking about that. Some, someone I know said, uh, well, we're going to need a lot of burger flippers in the future. I mean, that's true. I mean, I that know. that's the thing is... There's, the, you know, there are... That's why I think people, you know, should get paid like a decent wage to be, you know, doing that job because... There's a lot of people who eat it, like Burger King and stuff, but that's not, like, really on topic. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's we're not we're not going in the right direction right now. No, um, no, it's no. like especially with a lot of colleges being shut down completely. Also doing online classes. I remember when I was working at my old job at Mr. Moto's, um, I, my shift lead was, uh, uh, he was doing his homework on his fucking break, bro. Yeah. He was outside, like, in the back doing his, uh, language homework. And it was, it was crazy. He had, like, speaking the, speaking the language he was learning to the computer, like, you know, while I was recording him. Yeah. So he, you know, could tell that he knew what he was saying. He was translating it right, you know. What you would do in class normally for a language class. Yeah, yeah. But he was doing this for San Diego fucking state. And um, he couldn't even do marching band or anything because the Mountain West Conference shut down. Uh, no sports. Yeah. No the, band. The, no yeah, social interaction. Exactly. Yeah, state, yeah, yeah, yeah. state can't even play. The Aztecs can't play football, which is what he was marching band for. Um, but there are a lot of conferences, you know, in different parts of the country for college sports that are still playing despite everything going on. Obviously, as you can see on Saturdays, is there's still college football going on. Um, well, that's a different story, though. Yeah. Especially in the South. I don't it, know. Yes. I the don't South. Know. The South are so fucking obsessed with football. Well, I don't know if you know this, but actually, a lot of the cable networks. Oh shit. Um, a lot of the cable networks. Oh no! Did I do something wrong? No, you're good. Um, they actually have a deal with the uh, college football teams, which is why college football is more prevalent in the South than it is with pro football. Oh, really? Yeah. So the cable networks actually have a deal with most college schools. And if you look at the salaries of all the coaches and all the people <laughs> that explains that play, why the SEC is the most popular football conference, because they're, that's the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, you look at Crimson Tide, you look at LSU, you look Auburn. at Florida, Auburn. FSU, yeah, exactly. Uh, the Gators, yeah. yeah, Seminoles, all them, yeah, yeah. Texas A&M, yeah, the fucking Longhorns, yeah, Nebraska, Arkansas, all of them. You're right, bro. It, well, and then you have some of the few teams from the West, like you know, Oregon and USC, and USC. yeah. Sometimes UCLA, sometimes State, some very, very rarely, rarely Cal, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. very rarely Cal. Um, but yeah, there's some, there's some team. You know what? You're right. As I'm thinking about it. Most ranked teams are South or the SEC conference, or yeah. just Southern like conference, and then some of the teams on the West. Well, it's been made and that Stanford way. too. I it's, forgot about Stanford. Well, Stanford is a whole different entity because you know you've got the medical center there, and like that's in Palo Alto, which is now part of the Bay, which is one of the richest areas. Yep. So, like, of course, as soon as you have money and you can throw it around, you're going to have the best players. Oh, Which definitely. explains why Stanford, out of all the other schools, is always there. Yep, facts. So, I mean, I don't know. It's it's a whole big ordeal. It's, it's crazy. Just the way the NCAA works in general is just wild. That's why there's no more um, NCAA sports games. Is because nice. uh, there's that court ruling where they, uh, they won. Which is fucking good on them. I love the NCAA sports games, but it's good on this, the uh, athletes for winning that court case that um, now they have to if if they want to use their likeness they have to get paid yeah and all that stuff and uh, obviously the NCAA is not down to do that because <laughs> they treat their fucking players like slaves you know what's super crazy about that bro when you're when you're a sports player in the NCAA you can't do anything but be dedicated to that sport and they don't even care about your um they, they say financial they care about well-being. Ac- well, financial or academics. They don't want they, you to do well in school. They want they you put to you be... In, you get put in bullshit classes where you write one essay. Yeah. And it's not even a, a fucking, uh, like, worthy essay. Like, it's just some bullshit. And if you get a good grade on it, you're fine for the entire year. Because all yeah. you do is sit in class and the teacher just bullshits and you just do your homework for... Or just study your, your, your uh, sports. It's like athletics in high school. Yeah. You know when you would have your last period, um, you were like a sophomore, and you did all your sh- all the athletic shit that you needed to do in freshman year, and you were in a sport. You would just take athletics, and all you would do for that period is just do stuff for your sport, or just fucking stand around and do nothing, just wait for practice. Well, it's the same at the with, end of the day. with with uh, high school and college both. If you are a athlete, if you play varsity or if you're starting, 
damn straight and like you can skip classes. Like, oh, definitely. You know that that's what they're all about. Hundred percent, because yeah. it's it's all about the team. Yeah. Because that's what brings a lot of money into the schools. Yeah. Is their sports programs. Yeah. So they're they tell teachers, hey, I know my guy's not doing good, but yeah. give him a C, he can still play because all you need is a two point and that's just straight C's. I I remember uh, playing back in uh, high school rugby. Um, even though it was like considered a club because we had to play through Point Loma High, um, the teachers and the coaches uh, from both Point Loma and from High Tech were very obsessed with. Well, High Tech had a little bit of a higher standard; it had to be a two point four, uh. right? So it had to be like a C. <laughs> Not even a two point five. No, 2. no, 4. a two point four. And so you have to um, have one B. And so there'd be some players that would be really fucking tough and shit, and you know they would knock someone down, but as soon as their grades slacked. You would see them get pulled aside at practice, and the coach would be like, "Hey, if you don't bring this grade up, like, and I know people that will help you, like, get your grades up. If you don't get this up, you won't like start." Mm-hmm. And they made a big deal, but or I don't even play. Well, yeah, and I know in in uh, college though, that kind of goes out the window because they have so much resources oh. for each athlete. It's insane. Because it's like, every fuck, like all every single school, bro. Even yeah. the FCS conference, which yeah. is like a bullshit conference that teams schedule just to pad their stats for like players so they can get Heisman's or whatever say, fucking the trophy conference is kind of yeah they, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. the the Mountain West is yeah. not yeah. like it's just whatever the only the only teams that are ever decent out of the conference are San Diego State sometimes for basketball yeah 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 Hell yeah, yeah yeah for football it's no. sometimes state very rarely state and then BYU is sometimes and Arizona for sure. Okay, the Wildcats. Well, okay. The Wildcats Wild, sometimes both. pop up in football. Most of the time it's basketball for the Mountain West though. Yeah, but like okay, Utah well, if, Utah sometimes is in the in football too though. If if we're talking about um Arizona though, you know, you think of ASU and the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. Um U of A. Uh ASU has a student population of ninety thousand people. That is bigger than Merced's population right now. Like and that's <laughs> all for a school. Whole city. Yeah, yeah, and and it's like, I'm kind of surprised that the Sun Devils don't have a good football team for that many people and for that much resources. Hell yeah, bro! But they don't have their their none of their teams are good. No. I mean, they're not a sports school. No, you don't go not, to them yeah. for any sports at all. I mean, hockey, nothing like at all. Well, okay, I don't know if you remember this, but when San Diego State started getting really good, we had a DJ Gay and we had a couple other San Diego starters that were amazing. In football or basketball? In basketball. Basketball, bro. We had Kawhi Leonard. I know, yeah. And we started to play the Eastern uh, schools. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we started doing that, everyone started getting hyped up. And then all those people graduated and they couldn't play there anymore. Yep. And I know that they want to keep people for a fifth or sixth year to have them on. You know yep. what I mean? They try to. Re- they uh, try to. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't work out. I think they either try to go pro or they're just like, no, nah, I'm done. Obviously, yeah, they go yeah. pro or they yeah. graduate. Like, yeah. you know, that's usually what happens in college sports. So, I mean, you know, it's it's funny though. I know a lot of people that watch college sports mm-hmm. and they hate pro football or pro basketball because they feel the players are just doing it for money. Whereas, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. Yeah, in college sports, it's more about the team, team and your and, school. And you're trying to get famous, too, so that exactly. gives you more incentive. Or you're trying to yeah. get that sponsorship. So there's more incentive for college students to play and do better. Yep. But, you know, I don't know if you remember McCoy at all. McCoy? Colt McCoy? Yeah. Uh, yeah. When he went from uh, college to pro. You know, everyone was expecting him to be this magnificent... And then he was drafted by the Browns. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> the, the thing is, though, is that... But he did beat the Patriots. Okay. He yes, beat, the, he beat Tom Brady's yeah. Patriots. They had that decent season. I think they went like 8-8, eight 9-7, eight, or 7-9 seven, seven or, or some shit, but... Okay, but then after that... Nothing. What, what's it been? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. He was back up on fucking Washington for a while. I don't even know where he is now. Like... He might not even be playing. He might just be a permanent free agent sitting on his couch doing workouts every day, hoping <laughs> to get his chance again, and then just never is. Usually when people get to that point, like, I don't know if you know that show Eastbound and Down. No. It's about, um, I forget his name, but he was in that movie Talladega Nights, or not Talladega Nights, but he's in with a lot of uh, Will Ferrell movies, you know, those type of comedies. Oh, the guy with the... Long, black hair. He's not the sh- not the shorter... Uh, oh, okay, not with the, the curly hair. He always acts like, hey, fuckface, you know, that's his character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
he plays this uh, professional baseball player, and it's on HBO, I think, or Showtime. But he gets exiled to Mexico, and okay. uh, because he becomes such a shitty player, so he becomes pro again in Mexico, which is nothing like MLB. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, <laughs> yeah, and it just shows you that some of those athletes that try to go pro again usually never make it. And, you know, Bro, look at Johnny Manziel. Yeah, he's yeah. he. <laughs> okay, Johnny Manziel is the bust story of this generation. Yeah. Okay. Because okay, one of them, yeah, one of them. No, he them. is the bus story. Okay, what for makes our, you think then? Why? Because uh, name anybody who's been a bigger bus for us as adults in any sport. I was going to say Michael Vick, but he did have a good comeback. No, so. Michael Vick was a good player. Yeah. He, he was, was never a draft bus. If he never no. got arrested, or I mean if he never uh, admitted to what he did and went to jail, which I give props to him for doing, I think that was actually really cool that he did that um, when it happened. I remember... Thinking that it was good that he admitted to what he did, didn't try to fight it like a lot of players do, and just went to jail and said, fuck it. Well, dude, Sean Merriman, you know, I don't know if Tequila? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Him and Antonio Gates could have saved the Chargers D-line. Bro, he, but the thing about Sean Merriman is he was good for three years, and then he got popped for PEDs, so do you even consider those three years? Because they were probably fucking steroids, steroid years, where he was lights out, Sean Merriman. You know? So, that's the thing about the Chargers, bro. Like, well, they're, they've made it. The craziest thing I think about them is they've been to one Super Bowl, but they were unlucky enough to play fucking Steve Young. Yeah, yeah. And the 49ers dynasty. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, where Jerry Rice was caught like 200 yards in the Super Bowl. That's like when uh, Padres went to the World Series and they played They played the, Yankees, the fucking Yankees dynasty. And it's like, of course. They like, had Tony Gwynn as their only good player and then yeah. they got thrashed. Yeah. that's a, That seems to be a uh, the San Diego, pattern. Yeah, for yeah, our same, very yeah. major sports. Because yeah. we have other teams, like, you know, we were talking about the soccers. They're fucking amazing. They have, yeah. like, they won hella championships in a row, but nobody watches indoor soccer. Same with uh, uh, with women's soccer too. Our women's yeah. soccer team is really good, and no one nobody watches, watches that. it. Yeah, so, so it doesn't even matter. No, exactly. And that's that's the problem. We have San Diego, though. In general, I feel like it's like super cursed. I don't know where the curse came from. Well, I think it's from our good weather in paradise. Like players get so relaxed here. Like this is such a good. I've heard place that many times. Like, people people tell me that a lot. If you get that contract and you're ne- ten minutes from the beach, and two hours from the mountains, or an hour from the desert, and or super close to TJ, t- super close to TJ, you can do anything you want. Like, I, you know, a big reason why people hate Eli Manning is because in the draft, you know, we, yeah, he we didn't want to play for the Chargers. Well, his, his exact words were San Diego, like, yeah. You know, yeah. I'd rather go play for New York or whatever. Good for it's him like, too, because he mean, won two Super Bowls. So yeah, but he could have brought one of those rings to us though. Maybe, you know? maybe I think maybe. so. I think so. But a lot of people say the same thing about Drew Brees. What if he stayed with the Chargers? Would he have done it? I don't think. I don't think Drew Brees. I don't think anybody could win a Super Bowl with the Chargers. I mean, it just makes sense with the Spanos family in charge. Well, as okay. the owners, the Spanos family. Just Alex Spanos was all right yeah. Yeah. as an owner. Yeah. But Dean Spanos, when he took over as his dad started getting older, terrible owner. I was actually at the last um, Chargers home game before they left. And uh, in the crowd, everyone was shouting, fuck Dean Spanos. Oh, nobody like, likes... that was the big chant. Fuck Dean Spanos. Yeah, and, and, yep. and people weren't even, like, caring about the players or Phillip Rivers or, you know, anyone else. No one was saying anything else but that. It's crazy too because I know I know for a fact when Philip Rivers' uh, contract ran out that he was going to leave yeah. the Chargers because he he said that he didn't want to go to L.A. He didn't want to play in L.A. I don't even think Antonio I don't know if Antonio Gates played a year in L.A. No, I don't think he did. But I I'm, no, he retired. Yeah, I think yeah. he retired before yeah, they left he because he was the same way. He didn't want to play in L.A. They were San Diego people, so now that's why Rivers is happy in Indianapolis where they're a way better team. The Chargers only won one game, and that was this year, and that's against the fucking Bengals. Okay, well, what do you think about Andrew Luck? Because he's low-key my favorite player in the NFL right now. He retired. Well, up until then. Like, what do you think about him he playing was good. for the Colts? He was good. Yeah. He was definitely... Um, the only problem with him is that he threw a lot of fucking interceptions, bro. I remember always watching football, arm, though. and then on arm. the bottom ticker, 
he'd always have like two interceptions, three interceptions every game. He reminded me a lot of Philip Rivers um, because he took a lot of chances. That's also why he got injured and had to retire. Because if you watch him, like, what he would do is he'd, somebody, if he would throw an interception, he'd go in for the tackle. Yeah. The block, yeah. the tackle, the guy who intercepted the ball. Yeah. And then he'd get fucking, like, hella hit by, you know, a defensive player. Cause yeah, but you gotta give him heart, though. Like, you, how many quarterbacks no, do you see? Because a lot of quarterbacks. That's why he got hurt they, a lot. I know, retired yeah, but, early. Because like, he had heart. Like, him and RG3, I think RG3. RG3 got fucked by Mike Shanahan though that's yeah. a different story I, I know but RG3 is uh, I remember watching RG3 that that was Mike Shanahan's he, fault because he got hurt and Mike Shanahan was like all right you're you've come back you hella fucked your knee up you're a scrambling quarterback but we're gonna still run our same playbook where you're gonna scramble yeah instead of sitting in the pocket or you know just saying fuck it to this year we don't need to win in the playoffs he was just trying to save his job and then he ended up losing his job the next year when RG3 couldn't play well because his knee had been fucked up so badly. And he was a scrambling quarterback. Yeah. Not used to standing in the pocket yet. Like, you know, quarterbacks who are scramblers have to be transitioned into if they want to be good. And he was a good quarterback. He could have been um, how Russell Wilson is now. Russell Wilson's a hell of a fucking quarterback, he, bro. He is, but the last game that I saw with him against the Vikings... I was really questioning his abilities because he was holding the ball and he was staying in the pocket too long. He could have ran the ball. There were so many open spaces, and he decided to hold it. All of a sudden, in the third and fourth quarter... But they won the game. He, he did, ran, yeah, he, in the very last minute. He came minute, back in the, the very fourth, last he minute. He ran that fourth quarter clutch, though. I think Russell Wilson's one of the best quarterbacks, bro. He might be. I mean, he I don't know He won the Super Bowl in, like, his third year of his career. Yeah, that's right. But that's because of the defense. Well, that was a legion Mainly. of uh, boom. Legion, legion of, boom. of boom, and he had Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Well, they they could have become a dynasty yeah. if they didn't lose that game to the Patriots, remember? Yeah. Should have run the ball? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, so, the, the Patriots, I, I don't want to compare them to the Yankees of uh, football. They but, are. Well, though, yeah. Because they, they're both from the East Coast. One's, one's a Boston team, and, you know, air quotes, and the other's, you know, from New York. They're literally right there next yeah. to each other. That's what that's what New England is, bro. With Tom Brady, because with Cam Newton, they're kind of whatever. No one, I, I think ever since Tom Brady left, because you know I think he got like sexiest player in the NFL or whatever. Oh, he got that. Yeah, he got that, but that was way before he became. No, I I know, but there's it, like a bunch of stories that came that have come out where he says he wasn't respected when he played in New England. Bill Belichick treated him like a rookie still and all that shit. I think that's what helped him though. Well, I I I feel like. If it was really that big a deal, why were you there for, like, 13 years as a starter? You happily won seven Super Bowls with the fucking team. Like, you're a six-round pick, bro. Like, I don't know. It's it's just, it's it's crazy to me to hear uh, those stories. And I learned those stories from the Pat McAfee uh, podcast. You know who Pat McAfee is? I have not known. He's the, he was the, like punter for the Colts for fucking years. Uh-huh. Uh, I think his rookie season was when they played the Saints in the Super Bowl. Okay, alright. So, 2011. Yeah, yeah, that so was... So, he played, yeah, like, yeah. like seven years as a punter. Um, and he, uh, he, yeah, he was, he was talking about that. Um, he was talking about Tom Brady's, uh, him and his wife, mostly his wife, trying to, like, make meetings with the team because he was probably complaining about to her about the team and you know you know how wives are or girlfriends are when they're like super dedicated to their man they want to make sure they're good and when they complain to him about stuff they think they're being like you know betrayed or backstabbed Tony Romo with uh, Jessica Simpson dude you know like. bro Tony <laughs> Romo's dated so many hella fucking I, I know, fine no, ass know, celebrity but, but, women you know you know his nickname was Tony Homo though oh I know yeah, I know yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I, mean, I, I know that and now he's a, that. now he's a fucking commentator so. and he's and he calls plays like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Whenever, whenever he's in the booth, he's like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna do this play," and then it fucking happens. And the comp, the Chris Collinsworth or whoever else is with him in the booth, like Gus Johnson or something, they're yeah. like, "Man, you're a, you're a wizard." And he's just like, "You know, I just played football for twelve years, eleven years. Got a couple of rings. I think I know what I'm talking about." He has no rings. I think he's won one playoff. Tony Romo won one playoff game. 
game. How many Super Bowls do the chart or I mean, do the Cowboys have though? They have five, but it was never with Tony Romo. It was in the eighties, seventies, and eighties, and well, early nineties when they were winning Super Bowls. Okay, well, you know the way that the Cowboys fans talk about their team is like the Raiders. You know, the Chargers never got a Super Bowl, but the Raiders got it back in the 80s, right? The last one they went to was 2003, though. 2003, yeah, yeah, but the fact though, that they have Super Bowl well, they got championships <laughs> and the Chargers don't have any yeah, makes us look really And it's also because bad. Oakland's, um, not Oakland, sorry, the Raiders just in general, they're all about like being physical. Yeah. The team's always been like well, Raider Nation dirty. Yeah. The team's always had a lot of penalties, um, except for with John Gruden. Uh, John Gruden's been their coach, I think, for like the last three or four years again. Um, he was a coach for a while in the early two thousands, late nineties, uh, but they fired him. Funny story. And then he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in two thousand three. And that's when they and won, that's right? when they went. Yeah, yeah, he won the, the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, because what had happened was the Raiders' coach at the time did not change the playbook at all. Yeah, that's and um, yeah, John Gruden knew his own plays, so they shot uh, Gannon. I can't remember his first name, but Gannon was the quarterback for the Raiders, and he had one MVP that year. But he threw five interceptions in the fucking Super Bowl because they knew the playbook. Because John Gruden knew the playbook because they were too stupid to not change the plays up. They changed it up a little bit, but yeah, John Gruden obviously same knew what the playbook was. Yeah. And he won the Super Bowl because of that. And it's like not a well-known thing at all, that little detail. Because a lot of people, you know, know about the fact that John Gruden was a coach. Yeah. He got fired, went to the Buccaneers, and then beat his own team in the Super Bowl yeah. a year later. But... There's that little story about how the, the the offensive coordinator and the coach and all them, they didn't change anything. So, you know, Gruden knew what was going to happen in the Super Bowl, and that's why he won the game. Especially if you work with some of the key players, too, you know. He knows oh, what yeah. their strengths are. He, knew, he, he yeah. played with basically the same people. Yeah. yeah. Woodson, Dannon, yeah. all of um I think Allen was on the team, Marcus Allen. Uh, they had, like, one of the oldest teams when uh, they went to the Super Bowl. Like, a lot of them were, like, uh, super old. Um, I don't know if they was they had... I think I might be wrong, though. Because I don't know what year Rod Woodson retired. Because I know Charles Woodson was young when he was playing the Raider, with the Raiders. Because that's where he got drafted. Yeah. And then he got traded to another team. And then for, like, two years for the rest of his contract. And then I think he went to free agency and played for the Packers. Um He's really good for the Packers. Didn't the uh, Packers win the first Super Bowl, though, ever? Yes. They won yeah. the first two ever. First two, yeah. So yep. it's funny they, that they've, uh, be, you know, even with Aaron Rodgers and all that, they're kind of a shit team. It's like, yeah, they haven't, they, they won <laughs> one Super Bowl with yeah. him. Yeah, I know. And then the next like, year they uh, went, uh, they won one Super Bowl. I remember this. They won the Super Bowl against the Steelers. Then the next year they went 15-1. and one Yeah. And lost to the Giants, who were 9-7. and seven. Was that with and, Eli Manning? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they won the wild card game and then played the because obviously the Packers had a fucking first round bye because they yeah. went fifteen and one. They played the Packers, beat them, and then uh, they went to the Super Bowl and beat the Patriots and then won their second Super Bowl. That's what happened that year. I mean, and it's like what happened with the Saints. They won that Super Bowl and then the next year they they played the seven and nine Seahawks. Yeah. That's a losing record, but because of how the playoffs are set or uh, organized for the NFL. Uh, when you win your division, you go to the playoffs automatically. Yeah. So you can have a fucking terrible record. But if you win your, your division, you go to the playoffs. Well, the Seahawks are still undefeated this season, though, right? I think so. Last time I checked, it was 5-0. and Yes, they are. Yeah. But they so, won a lot of close games, so it's not going to last for a while. all in the last minute or two. So yeah. I'm wondering, They're not gonna... is the whole thing... Well, and they had a couple seasons where they were undefeated at home. Yes. Every game they played for a while, home, Because that's when the 12th man... Yeah. was like the big big thing in Seattle. And they, they also had the, have a lot of stadium, too, in the NFL. Yeah, because of how it's yeah. built. Yeah. The, when, like that thing, what I was just talking about, the 7-9 and nine Seahawks, when they beat the Saints, they had that Marshawn Lynch run mm-hmm. where he literally broke 11 tackles, one, one or two from each player, yeah. and went to the um, end zone. They measured on the Richter scale for that, bro. They actually like caused an earthquake for with how crazy they were cheering from that play 
That's just that's so lit. The reason why I remember that uh, so vividly is because I in high school, eleventh grade, I think, is when that happened. Um, we uh, we did a project about how sports are like you know influence people and all that shit, and uh, we showed that play, and uh, I researched and all that stuff, and I learned about the Richter scale and all that. So yeah, that's why I remember it so vividly. And also, I watched the game and I saw that fucking play, bro. It was beautiful. Um, I can't remember who won the Super Bowl that year, though, but yeah, good game. That might actually have been the year when the, the Packers won it. It is. It is, yeah. Because I had Madden 11, who had, who had Drew Brees on the cover, because he had won the Super Bowl pr- prior. Was that and on then Xbox next One? year, uh, no, Xbox 360. Okay. And then next year, it was Peyton Hillis from the Browns, uh-huh. but in the beginning, I, I have Madden 12 now. I bought it for from Luna Video Games for five bucks, and then NCAA twelve because, you know, the older uh, Madden and NCAA games are way better than what they are now. Hmm, I wonder why. Yeah, yeah it's because yeah, yeah. they don't give fuck. Yeah. Fuck EA. Yeah. Um, Same with and, FIFA and uh, everything else. Exactly. Yeah. And um, uh, Aaron Rodgers holding the trophies in like some of the loading screens. Yeah. So it's obviously they won the next year. So that is definitely actually the timeline. That's funny you mentioned Drew Brees, though. Everyone in San Diego has a respect for him, even though he used to play for the Chargers, and then he left. No, the the reason know, why so. he left, though, is because he got a really bad shoulder injury, and the Chargers thought he was going to be trash after that. So they got rid of him, and they had a promising backup quarterback in Phillip Rivers, you know, which kind of turned out well. Um, of course, you know, he hasn't won a fucking chip. with He didn't win a chip with the Chargers, but Drew Brees won a chip with the Saints. Yeah. Um, but, you know... Drew Brees is a great quarterback. I think he's, uh, you know, they have the record for how many throwing uh, yards you had in a passing yards you had in the season. He's like in three places in the top, like six, because he's thrown for five thousand yards and five thousand one hundred yards in multiple seasons. Yeah. So. I mean. He's ridiculous. There's some players, they just gain everyone's respect, right? He's a he's a cool like. dude. Yeah. I mean, for the most there there was that one time recently where he got in trouble because he uh, he was he was about the whole kneeling during the national anthem thing and the Black Lives Matter was thing. Was that before or after Colin Kaepernick? After. Yeah. Okay. And he said, uh, "I think you need the respect to flag and all that stuff." And he caught a lo- sorry he caught a lot of um, flack for that. Yeah. And. Um, a lot of his teammates, like, lost faith in him for a little bit. And um, he had to, like, publicly apologize, you know, all that shit. And uh, I'm not surprised by that in the slightest. He lives here in his off season, I think. Uh, so does, like, a lot of players. A lot of players live in San Diego on their off season, especially in, like, Del Mar area. I think even a couple Patriots do, too. Yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah. Um, he went to Cal, so I'm not surprised that he wants to stay in the, like, state, you know, when in the off season. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not surprised by that because, you know, he went to Purdue and he's a Southern boy. And, you know, that's like what you're taught a lot in the South to think like that. You know, the American flag is like this shit. You don't want to disrespect it, any of that. Um, Mm, oh yeah, dude, I know all about that. Like, I'd go to like a pottery game or something and if my dad was there and if like I would drink a soda or something during the national anthem, holy and didn't stand up and have your fucking oh, yeah. hand I mean, on your heart. I mean, I, mean I, I do consider myself a patriot, but holy fuck. Like, Not like... That was like... Because it's an option to stand. That's like a fascist or yeah. communist country if you don't stand. Exactly. If you don't stand yeah. and you're, you're a fucking non-patriotic person, yeah, that's yeah, fascism. Yeah. That's, and that's the whole sad thing about Colin Kaepernick is that that's his uh, personal First Amendment right. Right, yeah, but people treated him like shit for doing that. They well, called him the N-word and like... Well, and same with LeBron James. Like, a lot of people watched NBA, and mm-hmm. when the finals came, because he was so caught up in the Black Lives Matter, a lot of people said, fuck this, I'm not going to watch it. Yep. And I think it was the second or third game of the Lakers uh, uh, finals that they won where it had the least amount of views... Of any finals game ever? Um, recently, within the last few years. Okay. It was viewed less than, um, I believe, 
I don't want to say this, but maybe even a UFC fight. Because Damn. Colby... I forgot his name. Colby Corbinson. If you watch UFC, there was a big deal. He mm-hmm. met with President Trump before his fight, and the guy he was fighting was, I think, Tyrone Woodson. And so Tyrone uh, Woodson was uh, basically Black Lives Matter, right? He had the yeah, Black yeah. Lives Matter thing. And uh, Colby was... So that means if you meet the president, you're basically... Well, I, I mean, yeah, but but so you had, you know, he's wearing the Make America Great Again hat, and he met oh, with the president okay. a week before, so he's wearing this Make America Great Again hat yeah, across okay, from this guy wearing That's BLM. different than what I'm saying. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. So, so, like, this fight was huge, and Colby won, but um, he didn't win by a straight knockout. The way that it was he... was decision? No, 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 no. The, okay. It was a tech, TKO, technical oh, knockout. Oh, technical knockout. Because okay. what had happened was he had punched at uh, Tyrone's ribs so much, and you could see when they're on the ground... That he couldn't... He no, no, was no. Okay, okay, sorry. Oh, uh, no, 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 it's all good. But so when he was on the ground and Colby got on top of him for the final uh, takedown, mm-hmm. he didn't have to punch him or anything. He was on the ground, and he started rubbing his head into his ribs where he had punched him so much. And once that happened, then the fight stopped. Yeah, the ref called it. Yeah, the right? ref called yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, he got a pres- uh, He had a call from the president Trump, right after the fight, and you can see this on, uh, you know, UFC or ESPN, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, thank you so much for calling me, Mr. President," and, you know, I, I don't want to bring any conspiracy shit into this, but it's kind of like if you meet with the president a week before. And you're sponsored by him. I wonder if there was any special drugs or anything given to him that might or have if the him. or if the fight was like you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, pushed a certain way or something. But where Woodson was told to not try as hard or something, you know. Yeah, and and there's well, all kinds of. I mean, I could see where you're coming from. Yeah, and I, I'm not doubting anything. I mean, to be honest, um, I had known about Colby Colson before the fight because. All of the fighters that fought with him, you know, they sparred. You know how the whole UFC ring—it's like NFL players knowing each other. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. Or, you're or friends with you're friends with somebody, but you like meet meet up with them in the ring every so often, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and and from what everyone has said, they said this dude is a maniac. Like, I don't want to fight. Like, I'm a pro fighter, and I don't want to fight him because he's that intense. Damn. Okay. And like, you know, you can see his ears. He's got the cla- cauliflower ears. You know, yes. he's gotten beat in and shit like that. It's like. This dude uh, will, will not stop. He's not like a Conor McGregor, who obviously is in it for the money, or, or Floyd Mayweather, yeah, who exactly. is team money. He's, you know? he's in it to fuck somebody up. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not just about the money. He actually believes in what he's fighting for. Do you want to mm-hmm. take a break for a second? No, we're good, we're good. Here? All right. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can crack that open, bro. All right. right now on the podcast, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, just so you know, we... Uh, we're trying to get sponsored by uh, Miller High Life right now. Hell yeah. What's <laughs> up, Miller? It's your boy T-Cash right here. I will literally write a song about your brand if you fucking sponsor us. Come on, do it. Don't be a pussy. Come on, Miller. Spe- speaking about sponsorships, I got my um, Claremont Surf Shop uh, hoodie on, and T-Cash has his Cal Berkeley shirt on. Hell yeah. Cal Berkeley is what's up, bro. Literally, University of California, how perfect can you get? Like, that's the best right there. So, we're, we're ripping local shit. There you Hell go. yeah, we are. Cali is the wave, homie. I mean, to be honest, I hate to say it, but uh, you know the gay community used to be considered to be in, like, uh, San Francisco and Hillcrest and all uh-huh. that? Yeah. So, actually, Texas, Austin, Texas, is becoming the new hub of gay people moving in from California. Interesting. I wonder how the rest of Texas is going to handle that. Well, that that's the thing is Texas is actually becoming a blue state now. Oh, it is. It is. It's that's, no longer. Oh, red. I've been hearing about that. Yeah, it's yeah no because more people state. are moving in over there because it's a lot cheaper than it is over here. And a lot of the native Californians they've either moved to Texas or they've moved to Idaho of all uh-huh. places. Wow, Idaho. Idaho. Really? Yeah, Idaho has the least uh, strict gun laws. You know, they're very oh. loose on it. Oh. And. You know, very low property tax, income tax, all that compared to California, and it has beautiful scenery. Hell it's, yeah. It's like, uh, you know... It's a very open area, bro. It is, it is, and it's weird because a lot of the people... You know, I was talking to you about this with Seattle before. Um, in Seattle, back in the early 90s, they were saying that's where all of the young single people are moving, early 2000s. That's where, you know, all, a lot of uh, single, attractive people are moving. Mm-hmm. 
And I told you about, you know, Soundgarden, Nirvana, Jimi Hendrix, Bones. There's a lot of artists that come out of that area. And mm-hmm. so the whole West Coast, you know, it has high taxes. I didn't know this, but up in Washington, uh, you buy like a bottle of Jack Daniels, right? It might be 20 bucks here, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they have a 30% tax on alcohol up in Washington State. Highest, Damn, like, highest... like like how we have over here with uh, with tobacco, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but they're the highest for alcohol in the whole country. Damn. So you buy that $20 bottle of Jack, and then after tax, it's $29. And it's like, are you That's serious? 30 bucks for a fucking bottle of Jack. Damn. Yeah. But, um... Shit. And they have and they have less uh, hours for alcohol consumption. Like California has the most hours. Uh, you can, two a.m. Right. You can buy from six a.m. until two a.m. Mm-hmm. So two to six a.m. That's only four hours you can't buy alcohol. That's when all the bars shut down. Is at two. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. I, it, with the exception of certain areas, because like yeah, Little yeah, Italy, yeah. you can't buy alcohol past well, that's, midnight. That's because of the. Uh, well, actually, it's ten. They've changed it. Oh, it's 10. You're right. It is 10. Because because of the homeless problem. Yeah. Yeah. And also because you're taking away business from the the restaurants that are staying late after that. There's always more to it, but they always say the homeless issue. Yeah, because of the homeless issue. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, I hate to say it, and being a San Diego local and all that, I I really don't see myself sustaining my life and, like, my overall uh, longevity in San Diego. You know what I mean? Well, like definitely. The ta- I mean, taxes are going up so much. California go- in general is just not. It's becoming very uh, tax heavy, bro. That's why Joe Rogan left LA and went to Austin. Facts. Or, yeah, Austin. No, it is Austin. He was in. Actually, it was funny. He would transfer a lot from LA to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Back and forth. And, That's you know, surprising. Dan, Dan uh, Blizzarian or whatever his name Blizzarian, is. Blizzarian, yeah. Blizzarian. He was actually. He got famous from San Diego casinos. Really? And then he moved up to L.A. Yeah, it's part. It's in his Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. Then he moved up to L.A. and he was doing that whole, you know, gamble at one casino, read the cards, make money, go to the next casino up in L.A. Mm-hmm. I think he's based in Las Vegas now, if I'm not mistaken. He okay. has a house in L.A., but he also has a place in uh, Las Vegas where he throws all those parties with Steve. Yeah, yeah, where everybody's like, you know, yeah, yeah, does nothing, but it's got hella bitches type shit, you know, damn Blizzarian things. Yeah, and you know. Shout out to him, by the way, because that man, that man's definitely established himself, and now he's just chilling and getting shit. Like it's cool. I mean, well, you can't hate on a man. A lot of people like to hate on him. Um, like I don't hate on. I don't hate on anybody no. who's successful. That's the best part, bro. Is that you can see like once you really like research and like look into it, you can really appreciate how someone got famous. Because how other people talk about it, they just see it on the surface level, and they're like, oh, this man does nothing. How the fuck is he famous? How the fuck he done? has all this money? And you're like, in reality, dude, yeah, that's, this man worked for it, you know? Well, that, that's what I don't get, like, whether you're talking about, like, uh, an athlete, NBA, MLB player, and they do one thing in public and they fuck up, or if you're talking about a politician that's made it, like, a lot of people hit on Obama, and it's like, you really think that guy is stupid? Like, no, he made on. it, bro. He's Come a, on. He yeah. went to Harvard. Like, yeah, it, it, it's all like, presidents go to Harvard. It, yeah, it, it, it's, it's like, the whole conspiracy. It's, well, it's called Skull and Bones society. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I know all about that. Sh- and well, act- not all about it, but I know about that shit. Well, if, if you want to talk about that, I mean, not going to conspiracy, but you can look up um, presidents and fraternities. Yeah, and, and they all most, went to the same one. Well, actually. Not all the same one. Uh, Skull and Bone Society is different. That's like a secret organization outside of a fraternity. Oh, But okay. in terms of like fraternity and brotherhoods, Sigma Chi is the biggest one. Sigma that come, comes out of Harvard, right? Uh, or all, all school, like they had all, Sigma Chi at my school. Um, come from people of like that type of influence because they're socially connected. And it's like, well, if I know all these people, then I can get into this thing and do this. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh... Well, shit. I probably shouldn't say anything more. I've already said too much, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you, you don't need to say too much, bro. It's all good. Yeah. Not on, not on, not on microphone. Not ever. Just you know, we all good. And I, I honestly think this is a good spot to stop, bro, because we're out here at an hour and ten minutes. This has been a very smooth podcast. I think this has actually been super dope. I think I should start doing this more, maybe like once a month, just have a <laughs> solo podcast with a guest and just talk about some shit. Yeah. Because I feel like this went really well. Um, so I got to thank my, my guest right here, my homie, since eight years old, 
third grade, my boy Woody, Alex Wood, he's got a vlog. Um, he and I work together on Hill Gain 619. Life with Woody on YouTube. There you go. He <laughs> shouts himself out. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of people don't even think of doing that. <laughs> so uh, stay up, you guys. I really appreciate everything you do. Thank you for all the uh, small amount of listeners. We're going to be blowing up. This has been Barlos and Cash, but just Cash podcast. Thank you so much. Stay up. Have a beautiful rest of your life.